Next on the number one tee, it's Golf Talk Seattle with your caddy, Josh Kearns, on Sports Radio 950 KJR. And welcome back to Golf Talk Seattle, your local golf show here on Sports Radio 950 KJR. I'm your host, Josh Kearns. And we're with, once again, our in-house instructor, our official consultant to Golf Talk Seattle, Keith Bennett, Keith Bennett Golf Academy at the Golf Club at Newcastle Pro Bro. Great to have you back. We missed you last week as you were packing and moving. Big move. What'd you do? Go up two floors in the same building? Yeah, yeah. We went uh, <laughs> one floor up and diagonally right, uh, but we locked we locked in a, uh, a nice view of the city with a rooftop patio. So when it became available, we jumped on it because it's a pretty sweet place to hang out in the afternoons in the summertime. So we're uh, we're stoked. Well, another pretty sweet place to hang out is on the east end of the range here at Newcastle, which I am shocked, Keith, as, as throughout the year we've been talking, and we do these segments, and I'll tell you and ask people, have you been out to the far end of the range at Newcastle? It's incredible. They've got these multiple greens and bunkers and great putting green and grass range. I didn't know. There, I wondered what those people were doing out on the other. If they take lessons with you, they can go out there with you. We just had an interesting session and you identified that I am basically a mental midget. Uh, you, were, you were kinder to me than I am to myself, but it was a really interesting insight that I wanted to share with our listeners this week about the mental side of the game because I have read all, you know, tons of books, tons of magazines, pre-shot routine, blah, 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 and you identified something, which is, what are you actually thinking about? What is that process for you? Where is your concentration? I realize I have very little concentration. I'm thinking about a ton of things, and while I may be going through the motions of a pre-shot routine, I was not feeling the grass. I wasn't assessing the lie. Where do I want this ball to land, et cetera? And I realized that's something that actually takes practice too that I have not, I don't do. I may go through mechanics, physical motions, but the brain I am not engaging a lot of the time. Right, absolutely. And we were hitting short game shots and short game is all about controlling your distance, controlling your trajectory and controlling your spin and then controlling you know, how much or how little the golf ball rolls out. So what I'd, you know, we've played enough golf together and what I'd seen from you is that, you know, in spurts you could hit good shots, but to me, it didn't look like there was a real process for your mental routine as far as your visualization, your club selection, your assessment of the lie and how all those things marry together to produce the golf shot and the result that you want. Um, and what I see a lot from practice out of people is, yeah, they're going through the physical routine of rehearsing the chip shot, rehearsing the technique, and they can get in a nice little rhythm and flow on a mat or on a pretty flat piece of grass hitting chips to a to a green, but their dis- their distance distance control is is not at the forefront of their mind and their spin control is not at the forefront of their mind. And when they get on the golf course and they can't control their distance, they're not picking the right clubs, they're not landing it where they want to. It's a real shocker to them because oh, I was doing it well on the range. Well, Physically, yes, you were, but mentally, that's where the real magic happens. When you're standing behind the golf ball, you're visualizing the ball land, you're visualizing the line of the putt, you know, the, reading it like a putt, and you're visualizing it coming to a stop. That's a practice routine. And if we're being honest, half hour to 45 minutes of chipping practice might even be like 30 balls max if you're going through it properly instead of just banging away and saying, oh, I had a good practice session. So one thing, you know, so starting with that, you know, the first thing you were like, okay, where do you want this ball to land? What, and then you were at, well, what is the grass going to feel like? And I realized that even when you take the practice swing or whatever, I wasn't, I had no connection between the brain and the feeling of the club head moving through the grass on the practice swing to tell me, okay, this is, uh, this ball is down in the rough a little bit. It's going to grab a little bit. I'm going to have to swing a little firmer. What does that feel like? And it was amazing how with that intention, 
there. And then secondly, where do you want this ball to land? How's it going to run? And you threw a couple of balls. You're like, okay, flat shot, run it up there. If you were going to throw this ball, you wouldn't throw it straight up in the air because it's not going to get there. What would you do? And the minute I started to put that and saw it happening, uh, the results get better. And then same, you know, flop shot. Well, what is that grass going to do? And then you're going to have to hit that much higher. And without a, when I had a clear mental picture, the results were much better. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can go through your physical routine and take your practice swings and, and, you know, move the club through the grass, but you might be asleep while you're doing that mentally, right? You're, you're there, you're doing the routine, but you're not actually allowing the grass and the, and the resistance of the grass to kind of feed your brain, which is going to feed your body on how hard you need to swing the club. So, you know, like I said to you, I don't need you to concentrate for the entire round. You know, that's crazy. Nobody can concentrate for four, four and a half, even five hours on the golf course. You'd be mentally exhausted. But what I need you to do is I need you to be awake and concentrating for the 20 seconds that you're judging the lie, visualizing your shot, and then the three to five seconds it takes you to execute the shot. So in total, maybe 25, 30 seconds of concentration. Then you can think about whatever you want. You can take a look at the scenery. You can talk to your friends. But when it's time to, to analyze your shot and execute your shot, you need to be zoned in and going through a mental and a physical routine that couple together to produce your best stuff Instead of just, you know, going through the motions, swinging away, oh, I'm thinking about five different swing thoughts that I have and trying to pick which one I like best for the situation, you're going to get some varied results. You won't get much consistency. So consistent thoughts equal consistent shots, and not a lot of people kind of view their practice or their golf shots like that. Talking to Keith Bennett, KeithBennettGolf.com. Find Keith, Keith Bennett Golf on Instagram and all the other social media. Is it media? Media is the, is the plural, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's all right. I have a master's in journalism. So stick with me. Um, you said something also interesting to me, Keith, which was do all your thinking before you go and stand up to the ball, stand behind the ball, look at it, assess the situation, then step in there and don't screw around. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I see this a lot and we saw this with you a little bit out there today. It's like most of the thinking you were trying to do is why you're making the practice practice swings and trying to like figure it out while you're making the practice swings and then you kind of get up next to the ball and there isn't like a clear thought or a clear intention in your mind so we had to step back stand there for five to ten seconds really visualize the shot you want to hit visualize the landing point visualize the roll and then when it's walking around next to the golf ball and making your swing then it's time to be an athlete then it's time to be athletic react to your target react to the visualization you just produced in your mind and not be so cluttered with swing thoughts or trying to you know do something and that's when you get those guidey sort of uncommitted looking swings Um, but when you have good visualization you're committed to your shot and you're accepting of the outcome right accept the result and move on that's what a lot of people are trying to control the result by guiding the swing or making this little you know really perfect swing and and, uh, you know, Bob Rotella, one of the, the best golf psychologists in, in history, said it best. You know, you have to gain control by giving up control. And that's what essentially that means being an athlete, right? Letting your subconscious power your movement, even if it's not perfect yet, even if you're working on something in your swing, you're going to give yourself the best chance to hit the best shot in that moment if you're being as athletic as possible. You know, the range is for working on your mechanics. Out on the golf course is for being an athlete. And so visualize behind the ball and be an athlete when you're standing next to the ball. Along those lines, I, I was playing, well, I played 36 the other day here at Newcastle. I played uh, a morning round with some folks uh, on call, and then I played in a charity tournament at China. 
I'm an idiot. My wife, you know, there, there's like there's like 18 strong. I'm like 36 dumb. Right. Is what my wife my <laughs> wife was saying the other day. You dumbass. But anyway, one thing I noticed is how many people like whether it's putting, chipping, or whatever. They're like taking practice and they never once look up at the target. They just they they swing, 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 yep. and then they hit the ball. And it's like, well, why didn't that go anywhere where I thought it was gonna go? Right. And this is, that's such a great point. And this is one of the things, even when I'm giving a lesson, I see this all the time. And we're working on sending a golf ball to a target, right? That's our goal. That's the whole goal of golf is to move that golf ball to the target using our golf club. And what I'll see is that people stand there with their head down, making the practice swings. And even when it's time to go, they won't look up at the target until I say, hey, where's your target? And they're like, ah, over there. You know, well, that's not good enough. It needs to be more precise than that. When I'm hitting a shot, I'm looking up at the target two, three, four times to get, you know, I'm taking little mental snapshots of where that target is in space so that I can, my brain can then coordinate my body's movements to send the golf club to the ball, which is going to send the ball to the target. But you're exactly right. People just are kind of heads down, heads down. And that's for a lot of people because the golf swing starts and ends at the golf ball, right? The golf ball is super distracting for most people. So it zaps and sucks in all of their attention. But if we remove our attention from the golf ball, and take it to the target, the golf ball kind of magically disappears and we're not so obsessed with hitting it. And we're, we're, more, we're more focused on swinging the club to the target and we see a lot of really good golf shots. But you're exactly right. It's like people keep their head down, they do their practice swings, they never look up, they take a swing and they expect the ball to go. And, and I see this a lot too. What happens is they're, you know, they're aimed 30, 40 yards right of their target because they've never looked up so they just kind of walk in there and keep their head down and swing and then they hit a good shot and it's 40 yards right and then they're like what the heck well yeah you're aimed over there <laughs> well, and and i'm reminded of i remember reading decades ago jack nicholas golf my way and he talked about you know him and hogan where it's like where should i aim over at that tree well which leaf right. and you know, I'll, and I know I'm guilty of this too. We're going to hit this. Oh, I don't know, somewhere in the middle, like on a on a drive. Right. Not. I want this right center landing on that or that you know burnt out patch there. Right. Uh, how much do you focus on? I mean, that level of precision, and that sounds like something we all could do if we just took the time to do it with a little practice. Well, here's the funny part, and I hear this all the time: is like people say, "Well, I'm not good enough to be that precise." or I'm not good enough for a pre-shot routine. Well, the ironic thing is you'll never get to the level of proficiency you want to get to unless you have that much focus or that much pre-shot routine. Because even though you don't think you're skilled enough to do that, your brain doesn't know any different. If you fed it that good information of, I want to hit it here at that mountain peak or at that tip of that tree, and you did that over and over and over, your brain would get really good at coordinating your movements as you improve along. And you'd also build a really strong mental and physical routine as you're improving your golf swing, which is going to pay off dividends down the road. So even though you're not hitting the best golf shots right now, it is so important to be that precise with your targeting and with your aim because you will get good but the only way to improve is to have those things in place as you're making the improvements. But a lot of people think, oh, I'll work on my swing and then I'll deal with all that other junk later. What's well, actually the opposite. You need good alignment. You need good focus and target selection now so that when you're working on that stuff down the road, then it will actually mesh and click together and you'll be like, oh my gosh, now I got it. Instead of like working on your swing and now I got to figure out this whole alignment and aiming thing. So it needs to be in conjunction or... You, along while you're progressing like exactly so my level of focus and I learned this a while ago from my brother David and when you know he when I was learning to play golf and he gave me 
gave me one of my first books to read, which is Golf is Not a Game of Perfect by Bob Rotella, which I would recommend for every single golfer out there. Quick read, only like 150 pages, but some of the best information ever written about golf. Um, and he talks about how precise you need to be with your targeting. And that always stuck with me because it, it, it made so much sense. And then lastly, I'm going to send people back to your Instagram. And again, folks, you don't, I know I've said that people, oh, I'm not Instagram. You don't have to be an Instagram. You don't have to have an account, but you can just go online, go to Instagram, and then you can search Keith Bennett golf and it'll come up. You had a great one going back to the, 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 it, the swing doesn't stop and end with the ball. Right. And you had Adam Scott, who you regularly post videos of, who you said does one of the best jobs. The ball just happens to be there as the club's going by. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. And there's a difference and you can see the difference between a swinger of the golf club and a hitter of the golf ball. Hitters of the golf ball often take really deep divots. Their club is moving very steep at the golf ball and it's often moving pretty far left of their target. So they're hitting these kind of these steep spinny shots, you know, most of what we see from recreational, the amateur golfers who are, who are struggling with a slice is because they've been told to hit down on the golf ball. Right. And so, to them, the swing goes up and it comes straight down. Whereas you watch Adam Scott or like a Rory McIlroy swing the golf club, there's such rhythm and grace and balance to it because they are simply swinging the golf club and there's no flinching, there's no reacting, there's no hitting um, involved. They swing the golf club through the target line, down the target line, the golf ball gets in the way, they get to a nice balanced finish and it's beautiful to watch. That's why everybody has always loved Adam Scott's golf swing and use it as a model for swings is because there's so much balance and, and flow to it as opposed to someone who would like hits at the golf ball. And you, and when you see those two people next to each other, you realize that, you know, the way Adam does it is the preferred method, obviously. Um, but you also notice, and that triggers your brain to how the club should move through the golf ball, which is very smooth and, and, um, balanced as opposed to kind of flinchy and rigid. Yeah. Well, I think that's more than enough for people this week. And, and by the way, folks, and what I'm going to do is break up. Uh, if you go to, well, either Keith's, Keith's website, keithbennettgolf.com, go to uh, the KJR website, uh, look under podcasts for Golf Talk Seattle. I'm going to break up all of Keith's segments into individual segments so you can find one on the mental process, short game, aim, all of the things we've talked about throughout the year. And we've tried really hard, Keith, but I think done a really good job. Well, you've done a really good job. I just asked the questions of communicating stuff that people can apply right away without having video track man and all of that. And the only problem is it's so freaking simple so often and we try and overcomplicate this stuff, but it's something I really appreciate about you. And I'm again, going to put in the plug, come and see Keith up here, Newcastle. They have a covered range if you want, but the beautiful grass range, uh, you, you know, you're pretty busy, but you will, you, you can get in, you, you can get in and see Keith. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, go onto my website, Keith Bennett golf, and you can see my calendar. You can look at my availability, pick the day you want. You can book up to a month out in advance, put something on the calendar and, uh, I'll be here all winter long. We have a covered range, uh, dual heaters, uh, lights. So we're open till I think, you know, pretty late at night compared to other ranges. And, uh, I'll be offering an unlimited winter plan coming soon, so uh, stay tuned for that. Sold. Keith Bennett, Keith Bennett, Golf. Keith, thank you. We'll talk to you again next week, Pro Bro. All right, thanks, buddy. We'll see you soon.